with Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman in his first in-person interview since his stroke. And look, I uh, talked with him back in May, back before the primary, before the stroke at his home in Braddock. That interview, uh, very different from what we discussed, very different from the backdrop that we have here today. Same venue. We sat down with him uh, at, at his home. But even the setup of the interview looked very different. Uh, he is still suffering from auditory processing issues, which means he has a hard time understanding what he's hearing. So NBC News agreed to close captioning during this interview. So you'll see in the clip that I'm about to play, he has a screen in front of him that is transcribing my questions as I ask them. He's reading those questions. Once he can read, he can fully understand uh, what I'm asking. And he's also still suffering from some of those uh, speech challenges. He's doing speech therapy uh, every day. His campaign says he's recovering. And I'll tell you, you know, we've been to uh, several rallies since the stroke, and it does seem uh, that he is improving proving every day. However, we did press for medical records. We pressed for an interview uh, with his medical team because right now we're really taking the campaign's word for his recovery. Uh, we have not uh, received any of those records. We haven't been able to speak to anyone on his team. Katie, there's a lot that's changed between May and today. Uh, that also includes the Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade, another topic we spoke with him about. Take a listen. On the issue of abortion, I just want to clarify your position there. Do you believe that the government should set, be able to set guardrails on abortion? Or do you believe that this is a decision that should only be made between a woman and her doctor? I'm saying that Roe v. Wade is, should have never fallen. And, and that should be uh, codified into law. You know, that's, that's my answer on it. And to be absolutely clear. Uh, and it, I always thought I was pretty empathetic, uh, uh, emphatic. Uh, I, was, I think I was very, excuse me, empathetic. Uh, Dude, Tuesday, 11 October, the year of roller 2022. Okay. A guy has a stroke and people say, well, maybe he didn't keep himself in shape. Maybe so. I don't know. He was overweight. I don't know. But he had a stroke. After that stroke, you know, you're in God's hands and, and what you're trying to do to recover. But let me be brutally frank. This is not acceptable by the mainstream media. And Katie Turr and Hallie Jackson's show, Katie Turr sitting in, should be humiliated by putting this up. And NBC, this is, this is even, you understand how pathetic this looks to the American people? Auditory processing speech challenges. Quote, he does seem to be improving every day. But they won't give you a medical record. Do you understand if somebody gave it? And I don't do whataboutism. If somebody on the right didn't give him a medical record, you should be in his grill every day. And no, it is unacceptable for a guy to be running for the United States Senate. And you have to do closed captioning. And then he came and speak. This shows you how craven they are. This shows you how they don't care about this country. That they would have somebody that clearly has massive, massive physical and mental problems that are now kind of beyond his control because the stroke's going to take you whatever stroke takes you. And people that have been around people have stroke. It's, it's heart rendering to see it. Boris, I got to bring you in. This is, and this shows you why we're going to get the, they're going to get the tables run on them. And we got some amazing numbers because no offense, 
Joe Biden's not at the top of his game. You've seen the numbers uh, on that. I think 59% of the country thinks he's... you got Joe Biden's not on the top of the game. Fetterman is, is, is a stroke victim. You've got this around the country, and they don't care. They're going to prop him up. Boris, before we get into the math in, in this, i got to have your opinion. I asked you to change your schedule around because this Fetterman thing is starting to go viral. But I don't know how NBC News recovers from this. How do you put a screen up there with the closed caption so you can see it? Hey, you can either answer, you can, dude, you can either answer the question or you can't. Ask the question like you ask everybody else. Boris Epstein. Steve, it goes back. It's an honor to be with you, honor to be with the posse. It goes back to the fact that we have two tiered systems in this country. Two tiered, two tiered media system and definitely two tiered unequal system of justice. The, the way that MAGA, specifically Republicans, and of course President Donald J. Trump are treated, is absolutely diametrically opposite from the kid gloves that, let's be honest, Joe Biden, who's been an absolute walking disaster now ever since he, he illegitimately took office, and Fetterman, who's obviously not fit for office. He's obviously not fit for it. But th- these are just two of the examples. But th- there's nothing the media and the left will stop at to A, denigrate, prosecute, and persecute MAGA under the leadership of President Donald J. Trump, including a couple of the guys talking to each other right now. And there's nothing the media will stop at and the, and the left wing will stop at to prop up anybody and everybody they can and to lie, to lie in the face of the American people and pretend that, oh, nothing to see here, just move along. Look at the hoaxes. The Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, the impeachment hoaxes, these the document hoax, and when they blow up, at, you know Adam Schiff, Shifty Schiff, Eric Swallow, and others, they just smile. Oh yeah, oh, how about this? We're moving on. This is what we're living with in this country. We don't have a single system anymore. We don't have a single system for MAGA and Democrats, for Republicans and Democrats, for MAGA and left. It is absolutely two tiered. MAGA's under attack, and Democrats including ones who don't know what day it is, don't know where they are. Weekend at Bernie's, like Biden and Fetterman, full-on weekend at Bernie's, are being treated with kid gloves. It is unacceptable. It is un-American. It is wrong. The media shows their craveness. Katie Turr and Kaylee Jackson, I don't know how you let that happen on your show. Katie Turr, how can you sit there? Of course, they got to ask, you know, she's the, 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 uh, the reporter's got to come in with the, uh, got to come in with, got to come in with abortion. Got to do that. Have to do that. He is, and this shows you something else. If you if you go to the hunter, if you look at the laptop from hell, and you see the emails from Hunter to his dad, I mean, Hunter Biden is a sick individual, right? Obviously, I'm not a fan of this guy, but he's a sick individual. He is consumed by drugs. He's just not an addict, and it's led to perversions all over the place. That being said, it's a guy kind of looking for help, and they keep putting the burden on him to. Hey, you got to go make the meeting. You got to bring it. You got to. You got to go bring in the bacon. You got to drink what the client's drinking. They, they have no. And look at Fetterman. Fetterman, the, the media. Fetterman could die easily. He could have another stroke. The pressure put on him. They don't care as long as they can prop up somebody like El Cid, right, to defeat the uh, to defeat the uh, the MAGA movement. This is a disgrace. And people in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania got to step up here and say, hey, what are we doing? This is ridiculous. Could that guy, he should be doing, could he, how's he going to do a debate? They're going to have closed caption on the debate? Is that what we have to do now? Closed caption on the debate for Fetterman? It's a disgrace. Boris, you've got, and this is one of the reasons. Yeah, go ahead. See, so the campaign is one part. 
But how is, how, if God forbid Fetterman went, how is this person going to be one of a hundred senators who oversee American foreign policy, who oversee budgeting, who oversee the way Americans live their lives, to deal with inflation, gas prices? Does this look like a functioning leader no. to you, no. a functioning elected official? How's it going to represent? How's it going to represent? How's it going to represent the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, one of the greatest states, one of the founding states, home of Valley Forge, Gettysburg, Independence Hall? The launching point across the Delaware for the for the battle of uh you know the Christmas Eve battle how how could you, how could you how, or Christmas night battle how could you do any of that well, you can't represent Pennsylvania but trust me they the don't ro- they roll hard in the Senate they roll hard in the Senate and they throw sharp elbows you're in the if you're not in the room not in the deal how can he the only place he's going to be is in a recovery room it's right. a disgrace it shows you their cravenness and how they don't care how they don't care. I want to go, but it shows up in these numbers. Boris, the numbers you sent me this afternoon, and, and we have done this. By the way, go back and look at, we take the good with the bad. Remember on, on uh, the day of the, uh, the, day of the uh, inauguration, right, when they had 50 people show up, um, Boris, you had the CNN guy, the head, what, Chelian, the head guy saying how, the, how along the, uh, the, the, what, the re- reflecting uh, pool, uh, it, it was, you know, like arms. They had the lights. It was like arms embracing America. His numbers were at 61%. We, we reported that. We said if we do our job, we're going to kill it in the crib and get that down to the wait for it, 30s. I think we did our job with a little assist it, from the Bi- radical Biden administration. But, Boris, give me these numbers today because, and we keep telling you, when you look at the overall number, it's worse because the proxy, there's so, we're so partisan on either side, Republicans and Democrats. You got to look at the independence. The independence is the proxy for where the American people are right now. Boris, walk me through some of this math. This is a new civics, civics poll just came out, Steve, on, on, 10, on 9 October, just two days ago. And it is absolutely staggering, terrible for Joe Biden. Overall, 39.52, approved 39, disapproved 52. But here are the independents, 29 approval, 59 disapproval. And state by, and state, by state, you're looking at absolutely terrible numbers. Arizona, overall 37.55, independent 29.60. Georgia, 35.55, independent 31.53. Nevada, 40.52, independence approved 26, disapproved 65. Pennsylvania, independence approved 33, disapproved 56. These, these numbers say exactly what we've been championing here, that the posse is putting shoulder to the wheel and that the American people have yeah. tuned out the Democrats. They know the Democrats are trying to sell them a bag of goods. They've turned them off, tuned them out, and they're backing MAGA candidates all across the country. Pennsylvania, Nevada, Georgia, uh, Arizona, yeah, even uh, Rhode uh, Island. Alan Fung is up uh, by eight in Rhode Island on South Magazine. By the way, he was over. He was up by six over the weekend, another two. Here's the thing I want to make sure people understand. This is why Joe Biden's not anywhere in the country campaigning right now. He can't even go into deep blue states. He can't even go to Illinois, Maryland, Rhode Island, Oregon, uh, New York State. New York New York Times has a date, nine congressional seats. New York's got the most in place seats of any state in the nation. This is also why, Boris, your opinion, Obama, they went to Obama and literally said, this was the article, I think it was in the New York Times. They said, they went to Obama and they said, this is existential. This campaign, this election day is existential. You, we must have you. You must come out. He was hit by everybody. Every candidate said, we don't want Biden. Obama, you got to come out and bring Michelle. 
Here's what Obama said. You know, I, I'm washing my hair that night. I can't do it, right? No can do, not not one. And here's the reason Obama can do the math. He sees that Biden, these are, when you've got a two-handle in front of it, even as bad as it gets, even with Nixon, it was 20, Nixon's walking to the helicopter. I think it's 26%, isn't it? But Boris, it's like 26%. You never get, a guy's got approval of 29% to get below a third of the American people. They hate you, right? They don't want to hear you. They don't want to see it. And it's, it, 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 it turns them off. Boris, how does that translate now into, we've been talking 30, 40, maybe 50 seats. Can this actually blow out higher? Can you get Oregon? Can you get these seats, Joe Kent in Washington? Can you get these California seats, these nine in New York? Tell me where this is going to head. Kylie in New Jersey, you've got, uh, you know, you've got, as we just said, Rhode Island, you've got Washington, you've got Oregon, you've got the Smiley in the Senate in Washington. This is going to be a wave that blows 1994, that blows 2010 out of the water in terms of a party taking over. The heat is with MAGA like never before. You're seeing it in all the numbers in disapproval for Biden, in approval for MAGA, and in what the American people are enthusiastic about, and it's, and it's Dealing with inflation, it's dealing with sky-high gas prices, it's fighting against weaponization of law enforcement. Every issue is upside down for Democrats and right side up for MAGA and Republicans. I'm looking at 70 seats and I'm looking at a four to five seat pickup for Republicans in the Senate on November 8th. Okay, 70 seats and four to five uh, pickups. Hold everything and pick up four or five. So, uh, real quickly. Everybody remember this. In 2000, in 1994 and in 2010, our base was about 174. So those historic years were off 174. Trump picked up, what, 14 or 15 seats in 2020. This is why we know they stole it. You're going to add another 40, 50. You're talking about Democrats having below 160 seats. We can crush this party as a national political institution. It's all in front of us. We got to get out the vote massively. We got to own it, and we have to make sure they don't steal it. And they're going to be all over stealing it. Boris, what is your uh, what is your uh, social media so people can get your email and follow you on social media? Steve, no doubt about it. Let's keep bringing the heat day in, day out, shoulder to the wheel. We're fighting and we're winning. BorisCP.com is the website. Hot on BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on Truth Social at Boris. Hottest on the ground. Boris on the scraps time. Stay strong. God bless, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Boris. By the way, Nigel Farage is going to be with us later. He gave a great interview at CNBC. We had the uh, we had the German professor, the doctor on from Alternative for Deutschland. We're going to walk through energy and how it's going to impact your life next in the war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text 
Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Thing in Germany right now is a kind of belated implementation of the Morgenthau plan, namely to kind of attempt to transform the whole country into some kind of green uh, 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 agrarian uh, YouTube. Certainly, is is this is this? Hang on, is this? Is you've hit the key point after the war? Let me have it. After okay. This this is there's no other way that you can think about this because this is the decisions being made by your betters are so radical, so outside the norm, and so not backed up by a thing called mathematics, which is essentially when you make decisions in the in the world that have you know policy impact business, you gotta look at the math. You can use your gut. You can use instincts. I always tell people that. You can do that. But you've got to at least understand what what this means. In this, you know, normally it's just in culture with the, with the, what they're doing with this radical gen, uh, gender ideology and all that. But here in something that's so basic to society and culture of energy. Remember, Trump's policy was full-spectrum energy dominance and get us out of things like in Paris, all this nonsense, this, this crap that is all – bizarrely meaningless except for the fact that to to uh, re, to constrain the united states and let the chinese communist party run free and the polluters run free in germany we're talking massive industrial powers germany france the united kingdom the united states of america i think i'd name four of the top five or i'm close they are basing their policies and and i mean taking dramatic action that is only based on fantasy. We had doctor. I want everybody to see that, that he's a smart guy. PhD, I think, from Oxford, member of the European Parliament, elected alternative for Deutschland. I think he's a lawyer, very smart guy. And he said, hey, these things are not based in reality. And Germany are hurtling towards, these guys are hurtling towards a cold and hungry winter in the 21st century. What are we talking about? Because the elites... And the decisions are being made here too. Dave Walsh, the more we get into this energy thing, the more that is a dangerous fantasy, not based upon anything in the physical world that these are based upon. And they're lying and misrepresenting all the time. This is one of the top orders of business after we, after we uh, destroy these guys at the polls on November 8th. Energy policy has got to be sorted out. Dave Walsh, walk me through what we're talking about. Well, Gunnarbeck made some great points, and he is even better better than I way of describing things. It tripped back to medieval times, which I think is the way he used basically referring to the renewable binge in Germany in terms of energy density and effectiveness. I had a one slide. Uh, I think Denver might have it on the uh, solar solar usefulness per day in Germany. There's a chart series of charts on German solar utilization. Uh, if they might throw that up, For, there you go. Yeah, there we go. 
yeah. possibly blown up. But anyway, th- th- this is a month by month uh, solar value for power generation in Germany. Three takeaways on this. The average time per day that it's useful is three hours. That, that's a range of between bad days, one hour, good days, five hours. Average three. The second point is you get three and a half to four whole months here, November, December, January, half of February, where it's close to useless, way, way below the three hours, more like an hour and a half. The third issue, though, is the variability of it. These parabolas by month, you're looking at the daily differential one day to the next in each in, inside of each month. You get a 76% variation per day of the solar availability for energy production. 76% variation per day, one day to the next, even inside the best months. And this is where you, you cannot rely on this as base load energy, as basic energy. Again, average three hours a day. Germany has invested over $200 billion in solar farms alone to provide a three-hour-a-day resource massively intermittently. That's 76% swing day in and day out. That's one issue. Uh, that he, He's exactly right. Depending on this, and displacing coal, nuclear power for this is, is a trip into prehistory. These are advanced energy forms that the Germans have been very involved in highly developing advanced frame gas turbines and developing uh, sophisticated clean coal plants with the scrubbers, the FGD systems, the bag houses, companies, again, like Siemens and Lurgy on back-end environmental controls to make coal plants very, very clean. Germany has been at the forefront of that, developing that technology, and here it's being completely abandoned for three-hour-a-day, a three-hour-a-day, highly intermittent resource. There's another one here on, uh, if we maybe just jump to it, fertilizer, ammonia plants in Europe. Europe has, uh, we scale ahead by chart, if Denver can move ahead. There we go. Yep. 24 major ammonia plants in Europe. Of the 24, at this point in time, 17 have had their production curtailed by 65%, and, and seven have been closed completely. Ammonia, the feedstock to make ammonia fertilizers, is natural gas. So this crisis, and we've talked about it quite a bit in this forum, as it's going to affect the food supply come next year especially, about half of the impact of this will be seen already in the fall harvest going on now. Next year, it's going to be all the worse. Again, seven of these plants closed completely, 17 throttled back by 65% because of the cost of and lack of availability of natural gas to make ammonia fertilizers. And this is, this is the European continent, who, by the way, also export a lot of ammonia to the third world, developing world, for use in, in fertilizers. So this becomes a huge side effect of the lack of production of natural gas. Germany ha- has, in lower Saxony, about a 30-year supply that would offset the 34% they were recently importing from Russia. The Groningen gas field in Holland being, being shuttered between 2025 and 2028, a massive producer and the North Sea has seen 10 million barrels a day of oil and gas drop to 3.5 million, mainly the UK's efforts, although new prime minister bringing back permits for drilling in the North Sea. Norway has remained very active there. England, a huge deficit of 65% of its 10-year-ago production. So the, even in Europe, in Western Europe, we have abundant enough gas supplies to go ahead and offset a, a, a large enough portion of the uh, Russian Supply disturbance. There might be one more. On go, the... wanna, hang on for one second. We'll get to that in a second. I want to go to the Bank of England just announced that said, hey, they're going to do three more days of quantitative easing, three more days of bailing out the pension funds. And they told pension funds, 
That's it. This is the governor of the Bank of England. You got till, I think, Thursday night. Friday, you're going to be on your own. Or, excuse me, Friday's the last day, so you got to fi- you got to figure it out. The underpinnings of all this is is the basic economy and energy that that, that this, yes they've spent too much they have too much debt they 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 had too much deficits, but the underpinnings that you could work yourself out of it if you had a real energy plan that supported manufacturing. Did Boris Johnson was it? I think he was wind. He said when he left when they threw him out of ten downing he gave that speech he said I'm so proud that fifty percent fifty percent of our total power for the United Kingdom by 2030 will be wind power. That is a danger. First off, that's a lie, correct? And number two, it's a dangerous fantasy to base things on that, uh, Dave Walsh. It, it is It is an inflated number, but here, here's what that's done for them from 2000 to now. Because of over-dependence on, on solar that works in the UK, again, like Germany, three hours a day, and wind that's an eight-hour-a-day, highly intermittent, renewable, You've seen in in England since 2000, since 2000, a 27% per capita reduction in all-in energy supply per, per consumption per person because of this fetish with part-time intermittent resources that don't produce in, continuous daily power for industry. And so in that time period, GDP growth in the UK has been roughly one half of the percentage since then of the U.S., just an example of the devastation that's wreaked on their economy throughout the whole time period. England was, as recently as 2004, totally self-sufficient, all in on energy, transportation, home heating, and electricity. All in, 100% self-sufficient. Today, 36% dependent on imported energy, largely now from the U.S. in terms of LNG, a little bit more from Norway in terms of uh, natural gas and oil. Um have basically stopped using coal for power generation, a completely indigenous source that they've got. They've shut about half, uh, about 40% of their nuclear plants closed. All all about this uh, dependence on intermittent, non-base load, non-continuous duty sources. The self-inflicted me, wound, horrible one, horrible one. There are, you had Dr. Gunnar back Sitting there talking, the Morgenthau plan at the end of World War II, Secretary of Treasury Morgenthau, they, some of the guys came with a plan to take all the industrial production, out, just take it out brick by brick, factory by factory, and turn it into a pasture, pastoral, to turn it back to like the ninth century. That's what people thought. And it was ruled, no, you can't do that. It's absurd. We can't do it. He said the German elites are essentially doing that today. They're doing that today. My concern, and that's our ally in the third biggest industrial power, we're on that spectrum. We're not as radical as they are, but where are we on that spectrum right now, Dave Walsh? And this is the conversation that has to be had about the lunacy of what is being put forward, sir. I'm going to suggest already that one-fourth of the American population and about 20% of its industry and commercial activity is has been damaged by part-time intermittent power resources stemming from the over-adoption of renewables that are part-time and intermittent in California, in Colorado, in Minnesota, and Texas. You can count 80 million people already impaired by part-time intermittent resources causing reserve margins to be negative in California, only 8.6 to 9% in Texas. Uh, Colorado, 40% dependent on wind. Minnesota moving in the same direction. So you've got 80 million people out of 330 million already impacted by, by power outages, by service curtailments announced over in the Kaiso region of California, 
in Ericot in Texas, periodically now in Colorado because of shortages already impacting this country. Based on the same I'm going to keep you through the break. And the question I want you to answer, on those indices, isn't that kind of a developing nation, kind of a third world nation? Their energy, short yes. commercial break. Dave Walsh, yeah. Mike Cernovich and Dave Walsh join us. Hang on, Dave. See you after the break. Cernovich joins us also. And Tina Peters. Friends, if you've ever wanted to stock up on emergency food and save a ton of money at the same time, now is your chance. For just a few days more, my Patriot Supply is knocking $250 off their three-month emergency food kit. This is the lowest price in three years, and it may not happen again because of inflation. So don't miss your chance to save big on the emergency food you're going to need when the food shortages hit. Go to Prepare with bannon.com that's prepare with bannon.com right now and stock up while well, it's affordable my patriot supplies charging less so they can help families more but they can't do this all day long remember this food stays fresh for up to 25 years so it's ready the moment you need it right now you'll save 250 bucks on each three-month emergency food kit you order at prepare with bannon.com that's prepare with bannon.com this is the lowest price in years but this price will be gone in just a matter of days. Go to preparewithbannon.com right now. Preparewithbannon.com. Use your agency. Action, action, action. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Go there today. Support the armor-piercing shell. Also, your humble servants at, uh, at War Room and, of course, the great manufacturing company up in Minnesota that we now just found out has third-world power supply. Um, MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. We got the 2988, the sheet set, but it's so much more. Go check it out. You got the buy one, get one's free. You got bathrobes, towels. Sheets, pillows, slippers, moccasins, all of it. All of your holiday uh, and Christmas needs. Did I say that before? I'm always on people about that. Did I actually say that before Halloween? Let me withdraw that. Just go to MyPillow.com. Getting bad as Walmart. And remember, Walmart pulled pulled the uh, pulled Portland down. Okay, Walsh. I, I, I want to make sure, and this is a theme that we're building for this audience so you become knowledgeable because this is going to be a big deal. We have to break this insanity, and it's insanity. The, the indices you just showed me of, of, of power generation, the ability to, to, you know, continuous base load, right? In, and I'm not talking, I love Maryland, but I think 3% of the total GDP of Maryland's manufacturing, Delaware, same. These are not manufacturing states. So I'm not talking about Delaware and Maryland and other states that are more service-oriented. And smaller in population. I'm talking about California, which I think is the seventh biggest economy in the world individually, in the center of the greatest tech uh, center, Silicon Valley, and Texas, which is now the new Silicon Valley around Austin. Are you telling me when I compare an apple to apple, because of policies and what what uh, our leaders have done, is that? These 80 million people, including Texas and California, are essentially living in what you would describe as a third world power generation 
country, sir? Yes, they are. I mean, California, California imports about 35% of its electrical energy today. So it's already 35% short. And of what it uses, 37% are renewable part-time resources, wind, mainly solar, more than wind, which provides out there about eight to eight and a half hours a day of utilizable power, terminating at 4 p.m. when their load curve shoots through the roof when everyone gets home. So that's why you had the brownouts and service curtailments in Southern Cal just a few weeks ago when it got hot. And a resilient, robust energy system is supposed to be in place, utilities, to support the peak times of heat and cold. And we can't do that anymore. Okay, look, I understand Newsom because he's going to be putting forward the California model. And this is, by the way, we're having Peter McCulloch on next hour talk about the VAX. The underlying, it's not just the economy and crime, it's all that, but there's something else. People, this energy thing is, I'm telling you, it's eating on people all over. And it ain't just, they say, oh, the psychology of seeing a gas, eight bucks, it's, it's, it's more than that. I'm telling you, you can't be doing these rolling brownouts in the United States of America. It's not going to work. People are going to sit there going, what in the hell are we doing? I understand Newsom and the California model. Just walk our audience through the great state of Texas, which is, the bastion of so much freedom, like the free state of Florida, the, the Texas folks down there, they got their own way of rolling. How did Texas, how did Texas get hooked up into the third world power generation program? Uh, Dave Walsh. Well, several, several administrations ago, the Texas has its own grid. It's called ERCOT. It's a, it's a small grid because it's only one state. Most of the grids are seven, eight states in one large grid, like MISO is eight states. Texas has its own grid. Texas uh, policymakers decided uh, 10 to 15 years ago to get completely on board with deregulation. They separated the retail electricity sales distribution from generation totally and let the free market decide that it, it wouldn't, the state, the ERCOT wouldn't provide what are known as capacity payments to provide some of the funding of fixed cost of a new baseload generating facility. So they abandoned the notion of capacity payments. So between not having capacity payments and all of the all of the incentives on renewables, investment tax credit and other, developers invested only in renewables. So you've landed at a massive growth in wind power, now 27% of their total capacity, and very limited to almost nil the last 10 years, new base load plant building, combined cycle, coal. Coal is going to be a big player in and around Dallas in the late Part of up through 2010, eight coal plants were going to be built. They were all canceled. But the lack of uh, capacity payments to finance major new baseload continuous duty plants led to this solar binge, along, wind binge, along with the, um, the, the fact of the constrained grid because it's a, it, it doesn't really have strong interconnection with, with Nebraska, with Oklahoma, with Louisiana. That minor interconnect with New Mexico, a little bit with Louisiana in the east. Mainly it's a self-contained contained grid. So it needs 30% reserve margin. It has about nine. So you've got a massive shortfall of generation in Texas, in the Texas market. How can, easily, how addressed. Can, easily addressed. Okay. Talk to me about that. How are they going to easily address this? I'm going to go to Tina Peters here in a second, but I got oh, this is, I'm telling you folks, this is going to be big firestorms over this energy thing to get back to full spectrum energy dominance, which is the Trump plan. And we are going to get to full spectrum energy dominance. So how, how is Texas going to unwind from the situation? Very simply, they need to provide, like in the upper Midwest and Northeast, a capacity payment structure to facilitate and incent 
uh, independent money to invest in building several large combined cycle plants, possibly several coal plants, at about 5,000 megawatts of base load generation that would mainly solve their issues for the next 15 years going forward. Is the woke, and, hold it, you're telling me out of Austin, Texas, the University of Texas, all the wokeism they got in all these universities, they're going to allow Texas to start building coal plants? Is it your, that, that's your please. plan? Coal is clean, Steve, and great German and American technology and Japanese technology have made it so. Uh, hey, I went no, to school but, down but, in Appalachia. I went to school down now near Appalachia. I'm 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 all for coal. I'm saying you're going to sell that. You're going to sell that to the University of Texas. Well, to the extent we don't, they can build combined cycle plants, which are equally cost effective, and but they too are fossil fuel. But that's the state of the art technology today. Actually, combined cycle, which is naturally gas fired. Yeah they have a ton of to go ahead and solve their issues plus in, embellish their interconnect with Oklahoma and Nebraska and with Louisiana I get, I get I get as you see it right now you've already you've, and you've been dead right on this for a year now Europe's going to have a cold and hungry winter what's oh, going to yeah. happen give me 60 seconds give me 60 seconds and by the way that's he said it first he said it six months ago it's going to roll down to the third world this is where you're going to have famine this is where you're going to have famine this is all going to roll down, the thing on the fertilizer. What's going to happen? Give me 60 seconds on America. What's going to happen here? Um, if our, even, even on the Republican side, if our folks don't wake up to the fact of, even though when they take polls, solar seems to be popular, wind popular, because of the notion of, well, it's free. It's not free. As our guys come to the realization on the Republican side also that you, you need baseload continuous duty electricity because there really is no load bank or meaningful storage of any kind for a city, a township, yeah. a county, a state. It hasn't been invented yet. Scalable, cost-effective storage. Uh, even renewables. Only 1.5% of installed renewables are backed up by battery storage. Zero percentage of big plant capacity. One, it doesn't need to be. But secondly, it really hasn't been invented you know, a whole a whole five thousand no. square miles of battery. You can't get the battery right. You can't get the battery right for the car. You're not getting the load bank. Right. Anyway, Dave, exactly. you've been fabulous. There is no such how thing. How do people? There's... How do people? It's another fantasy. They're living in fantasy land. How do yeah. the physics here does not match the policy of where they're taking us? Where where do they? Where do people go to get you on social media now? Dave Von Getter at Dave Walsh Energy. Appreciate it. Walsh, Thanks. thank you very much. Fantastic. I got Cernovich. Let me bring Mike Cernovich up. Mike is one of the leaders, obviously, in social media. Mike, give us before I want to have you on today. We're four weeks away, and I realize you, you you've kind of stepped back from the day to day practicality of hardball politics, which you, in sixteen you were in the middle of. But just where do you think the country is, and where do you think we stand four weeks from uh, this midterm election, sir? Well, it's hard to know because you can't trust any polling. You can't trust any data that you're seeing, right? Because remember, we got we to gotta remember past this prologue. Remember in 2020, the most historical election of my lifetime and yours, we were told that the Republicans were going to lose, I think, seven Senate seats and 20-something House seats. I don't know if people ever went back because there was so much focus on Trump. People didn't go back and look at all the predictions on all the races that Republicans were supposed to lose. And I believe you would know better than me, there were 37 toss-up elections and Republicans were 37 and 0, I think. Someone can fact <laughs> right. check. The, yeah, no, but, no, you're right. But the Cook report we did yesterday, you're right. 37 and 0. We picked up 15 right. House seats and a couple, I think a couple of Senate seats. Right, right. You, so you, you, have you, to, you think we're in the same jam now? 
Yeah. So, so the polls are saying Republicans are barely going to scrape by or maybe not take it. And I think, well, I can't look at that data objectively because I remember that Republicans were going to lose all these seats and they were 37 and 0 or whatever in, in 2020. So I don't believe any of that. I do know, and I, I talked about this yesterday, I'm getting a lot of messaging from people who are saying, I can't believe how Biden is. And you can confirm that I said this, you know, people who are listening might not agree with my point of view. But what I told you and other people in 2020 was, I don't care who wins. And people got really mad. Why not? I said, because if Trump wins, we'll have four more good years. And if Biden wins, then morally, I feel like with a clean conscience, I don't have to feel bad for what happens, right? Because so much about life and about trying to, to follow God and live a good life is knowing when am I just wasting my time with people? And if people don't want to vote for Blake Masters and Joe Kent and J.D. Vance after two years of Biden, then I when things get even worse than they are now, which, oh, they're going to get worse than double-digit inflation, $7 gas, potential for World War III. At the very least, there's environmental catastrophe in Nord Stream 2, right? It's like, where's Greta to talk about all that methane gas being pumped out through the ocean? Suddenly, we don't care about environmental catastrophes anymore. And if people don't want to vote for these gold standard candidates, then I don't care, man. I'm just telling you that that personally, as a matter of karma, as a matter of destiny, I believe that people want to live in nihilism because they have Blake Masters, they have Joe, they have gold standard people. You can say, oh, well, it doesn't matter who you vote for when you're when your choice is Mitt Romney or yeah, I, I agree with that. If if you're talking about the difference between Ben Sass and Mitt Romney or that. Spencer Cox guy out of Utah with the pronouns in his bio. Sure, if those are your choices, then I, I completely understand your point of view. But if you can't get out to vote for Joe Kent and Blake Masters and J.D. Vance and these gold standard candidates, then how am I supposed to feel bad when things get even worse? So that's how I feel analytically. I think that the polls are even more off now than they were in 2020. And spiritually, I think that 2022 is the most important spiritual election, maybe of our life, or maybe 2016 was, because it's come to Jesus moment for everybody. Are you going to vote for these people? Are you going to get out to vote for people? Are you going to be out there whining? Two party doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who you vote. Then get off Twitter. I'm so tired of that. Get off Twitter. Get away from me. It doesn't matter. Why are you tell me to vote? For Fine. Go be like you know my three year old who throws a tantrum. And I just when my kid throws a tantrum, I go, you know, you can throw tantrums. I don't mind. But you got to do it in the other room. That's how I feel. We have real candidates on the ballot. J.D. Vance smoked Tim Ryan. Tim Ryan. I don't know if you saw that video clip Don Jr. posted that where J.D. said, hey, man, the only reason 10 year olds are getting raped is because of you and because of your immigration policy. And Ryan, you could see the life draining from his face. He had no response. How can people not be amped? Right. These are the kind of people you get to vote for in November and more importantly, bring people out to vote for and more importantly, register people to vote for. So I think people should be really hyped yeah. for November. Uh, Mike, hang on for a second. My whole, we had a little tough time getting you up. I got Tina Peters. I got Mike, the Mike Cernovich going to take a short commercial break. I guess that's the gorilla mindset. Joe Kent, Blake Masters, J.D. Vance. I agree. I watched the debate last night. He owned Tim Ryan from start to finish. Short commercial break. Return with Mike Cernovich in a moment. If you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to the work Patriot Mobile did 
in multiple school districts in the great state of Texas, the left is losing their minds. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. This is because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and guess what? They're winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Now go to PatriotMobile.com. That's one word. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call the following number, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Bannon. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Make an impact. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Okay, everybody, I want everybody to go to Getter. You can get the immersive experience. It's all free. Go to Getter. Download the app. We got the whole uh, contributor team, Dave Walsh, uh, Navarro, Cortez, myself, everybody. Go check it out. Also, Turning Point USA slash Worm. Go there. They got this huge event in mid-December. Charlie Kirk, Jack Basovic, the entire team. Plus, you can see uh, Kirk's book, The College Scam. Remember, Charlie didn't go to college. You'll see why and why this trillion dollars being dumped on your shoulders all comes from the college cartel. I want to go back. Mike, I, I want to have you back and develop this theme I've seen in your social media about DeSantis and Trump and all of it because people don't. A lot of people may not realize today, President Trump, one of the reasons he's president of the United States in 16, Cernovich was the cut, the cutting edge of social media about that. But everybody asked me, we only got a couple of minutes. Everybody asked me, what is Cernovich reading? Where is he spending his time? Give me a minute or two on that. What, what You said the data is all wrong, but where are you spending your time? What are you reading right now? One of the best things that people can do is watch the really far extreme areas and see where they're tilting right because it's hard to know where the middle wobblers are going to go and one race to, uh one election to watch is los angeles rick Cruz is a republican and you know he's in the game he's not what we would consider uh, a maga guy or an america first guy but just the fact that a republican is putting on a competitive race in los angeles and by the way the la city council thing maybe that's a whole other segment to talk about because that's really interesting lee zeldin is in the game in new york is he, you know, is he going to win? I don't know, but he's in a game. That would have been unthinkable, right? Could you imagine in 2016 to say Lee Zeldin is in the game in a gubernatorial race in New York, far left-wing extremist New York? And that's what I'm watching. I'm watching these really crazy far left-wing places where you can't go out to eat now. You might get mugged. You might be in a stroller and get sucker punched. If you're Jewish and you walk in the streets of New York, you might get literally murdered by people. You might get stabbed in the subway. Right. That's what the Democrats are ushering in. And AOC and the far left, they are chaos demons and they want that. But most people, there are some sensible Democrats. And I think that we're going to see a big push towards the middle. So that's what I'm watching, those local far left wing Democrat extremist areas and seeing are they moving even five percent? Because Zeldin might lose, but they're still he's still moving the needle. And that's worth watching. A huge. I think the Zeldin race, we're going to actually have some people on about that Zeldin race tomorrow, Thursday and Friday. Uh, Mike, how do people get to you on social media? What's the easiest way to follow you? Website, books, all of it. Yeah, just at Cernovich at Twitter, also on Telegram, uh, also at 
Cernovich, and I'm still reading all the stuff, man. Even if I'm not in the in the game, so to speak, I'm still watching. The the spiritual guru of ours, Mike Cernovich. By the way, you got to go to his Twitter account. It's uh, quite insightful, and it comes in a little hot. Cernovich, thank you very much for being on today. Always a pleasure. Uh, let's go. Tina Peters uh, today. Associate Press broke this story. Thirty. Jenna Griswold and Tina Peters warn the nation about this woman. Thirty thousand uh, applications to vote going out to non-citizens in the state of Colorado because of a technical glitch. Tina Peters, what do we know from this morning? What what is going on in Colorado? And is the 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 woman who quote unquote beat you in the primary is she putting is she holding? Jenna Griswold's feet to the fire. She is doing nothing, Steve. She has not even run since she won so-called run the primary, uh, which we know did not happen because I was up 47% in a three-way race. So we know the fix was in. We saw that uh, play out with report number three, uh, the Mesa County report number three. So that was all the fix was in. I was actually should have been her opponent, but I was such a threat to her. But this is what's happening. So uh, so there is an issue with eligible but unregistered EBU mailing done by the state per their agreement with Eric. And as many people know, Eric, the Electronic Registration Information Center that uh, that controls the voter registration, is was founded and uh, by a man, David Becker. Just do your homework on David Becker. He hates America. He hates conservatives. I mean, to the point where uh, it's just vile. But this mailing goes to people that Eric identifies as potentially eligible uh, to register to vote, but that are currently re- that are not currently registered. So these reports include individuals who have driver's license, ID cards. Uh, and it's protected by the Driver's Privacy Protection Act of 1990. We, we, we've got to bounce, but I, I, we got to bounce just real quickly. Are any of these people going to get registered to vote in this election cycle in the next four weeks, to your knowledge? You know, anything is possible in this corrupt, uh, in this corrupt administration in, the, in this state. You know, it's obvious from them cheating in elections already. We've identified that they delete the, the evidence. Somebody just went to uh, went to prison because in another state that that happened to say something bad about Jenna Griswold. What I want to know is why isn't she in prison for deleting election records and having these uh, remote devices? And then uh, I mean, there's so much, Steve, that's going on in Colorado. We have to get this recount done that I paid yeah. for. And so we're going Tina, to the Supreme Court. We need to get it done. Go, where do people go right now to find out the status of all this, the recount, your case, all of it? Where do they go? Okay. The, uh, they can go on Getter, Tina Peters uh, 2022, or uh, the real Tina Peters on Telegram. I'm up, uh, updating it uh, moment by moment. And so they Perfect. can go there and social, social at Tina Peters. And, of course, my website, okay. We're going to have you back on. This is an explosive this explosive story and Tina Peters warn us about Griswold. Tina, thank you. Let me go to Arizona. Okay. Another big breaking story. Catholics for Catholics, a new group. John, yep. John, we got about a minute. Tell us what you got going on. It's going to be a big event this week. Steve, October 13th, Feast of Our Lady of Fatima. We have a situation in Arizona where we have the five most important races, governor, secretary of state, senate, and two key congressionals. 
and all of them are running up, all the GOP are running up against those Democrats who declare themselves as Catholics, which beg the question, what is a Catholic? What does it mean? How is it possible that so many people can use that term and move voters, it's a key voting segment, to the polls to vote for them by just throwing out that word? And as a Catholic, Steve, you're a Catholic too, we, we, we have to reclaim what that word actually means. So we're doing an event this Thursday night, Blake Masters, Mark Fincham, uh, the team, and General Michael Flynn, and wow. a favorite of yours as well, Father James Altman, will be spearheading wow. this event and rallying the troops here in Arizona. More to follow. <laughs> that is hardcore. Okay, where, where do you go on social media? We'll have you back on tomorrow. Where do they go tonight on social C media to find out about this? C4C.com. That's the letter C, F-O-R-C.com. John, yeah, John, John, yep. Catholics for Catholics, thank you very much. Look forward to having you back on tomorrow. Okay, we are going to talk about a debate that's going to take place in Washington, D.C. this week uh, about the walkaway movement. It's going to be incredible. And Dr. Peter McCullough next your head's about to blow up next in the war room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer. Every year, year in and year out, heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out.